I'm Carol Joy Side, and welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. You're listening to episode 123. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Well, I won the lottery today because I am so honored to have a woman who is a rock star in the educational field. Her name is Sue Dixon, and she has tremendously impacted my life, the life of my son, the life of my grandchildren, and literally probably millions of children's lives. So welcome, Miss Sue. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to be here. Wonderful to meet you and hear what you're doing. Oh, we're just kindred spirits. And I'm also so honored to have your sweet daughter, Diane Fix, who is your right-hand man. And um, it's a thrill to meet you both. Sue, may I uh, tell our listeners your age? Because you are a phenomenon. I'm 91. And if our, it's too bad that we're not going to get to see the audio. I mean, the, the visual the video, of yeah, the video of this, because Sue looks like a little movie star. And I just want you all to know that I will have to get a picture of you for our show notes, because no one would ever believe that you are 91 years old. Do people just drop their teeth when you tell them? Oh, you- thank you. Good makeup. Huh? Oh, I don't think it's good makeup. I think it's just beauty. Well, Sue Dixon is the originator and founder and inventor, and I don't know all the terms to use, for a curriculum that anyone who's been to my seminars or has consulted with me over the last 32 years is very familiar with. It's a program called Sing, Spell, Read, and Write. Sing, Spell, Read, and Write. And Sue was just sharing with me the story of how she created it. So would you mind telling our listeners how it came about? Well, I was a classroom teacher for so many years, over 30 years, and I, I will always be teaching reading. I'm still doing it. But the, um, uh, the materials that they gave me to use in the classroom just didn't cut it with a third to a half of the kids, and they were struggling, and it was so unnecessary. I, if they were taught phonics the sounds of the letters and how they operate to help you unlock any word in the English language, you're all set. So I went about creating songs. I minored in music. I wanted to major in music, but my father wouldn't let me do it because there might be another depression and they let the music teachers go first. (laughs) 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 And so I just used music with everything because it was my thing. And I, I, I wrote these little songs, they did little melodies are really easy for me to create. And I had had piano lessons and I played a ukulele when I was a child and a guitar. All this and always in the middle was in the middle of the singing groups and, and get togethers in college. And, um, and so I, I wrote these songs and when I taught them to the children, boy, that's a fast way to memorize something is to put it it to song. So I wrote the phonics song and I had the lyrics to it in my purse. When I went to apply for a job, I was in New Jersey. We had moved to New Jersey and they needed a teacher and they came after me. I didn't know anything about the opening, but till they notified me, had a teacher stop by my house and say, hey, we need you. So I had the lyrics to my little phonics song in my purse when I went for that interview. Yeah. And I didn't get to show it to him, but 
But as soon as I got the job and I, I, I had it in my classroom and I gave out art paper to each child and I said, who would like to draw a picture of an apple for me? Who would like to draw a ball, a cat, a doll? And I went through the alphabet that way for A to Z and I had the children draw a big picture of the items there. And then I wrote the letters, on a big letter, little letter under each card. Yeah. And then I taught them the phonics song, point to the big letter A and say, ah, point to the little letter A and say apple, and then point to the picture of the apple, ah, ah, apple, class, ah, ah, apple, got it? And book, book, ball, <laughs> cat, and d- d- doll, you hear it rhymes. So, I, and and the rhythm, I, I don't know, doing melodies is my thing. I, uh. <laughs> I never knew you wrote the songs. You are you're more of a rock star than I even know, right? Oh, you're Diana? kidding. Yeah, no, that I mean, was the songs are the whole key to the method. Oh, and, you know, to memorize. Um, Diane, I met the Lord through the in the time of the Jesus movement in the um 70s. And um we sang scripture all day long. Oh yeah. Oh, and really? 45, 50 years later, I can quote you can still do it. Yeah. one of those verses because music, as you know, is stored in the safest part of the human brain. And that's why they've done studies with amnesiacs and they will go to a piano and begin to play and sing the song, Happy Birthday. And the amnesiacs who don't even know their own name can sing the song. Happy Birthday, yeah. yeah. Music is powerful powerful for memorizing and that's why I wrote the musical math facts and you know all the multiplication and division and addition oh, I didn't know that are yeah. those available too they yeah. are musical math yeah and we laminated it's a one-time purchase for a school I have it for the whole teaching career the same books and because they're laminated using an erasable magic marker and 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 they Sing four and seven makes eleven. Seven and five are twelve again. Four. <laughs> oh, and so they sing through all these songs to to learn all their multiplication and division uh, multiplications. Why don't I know this? This is amazing. You're my new best friend. Oh, <laughs> oh aren't you nice? That's nice. Well, this is beautiful. So let's talk about sings by read and write and then your new invention we're going to talk about um, which I'm so happy that you've created for older children but let's start with sings by read and write so the basic premise is they're singing songs so can you sing a song for our listeners what you want to sing well there's a sequence of course to teaching reading so the first thing that they need to know is the sound for each letter amen and that they need to know of the capital letter, the little letter, and then this key picture that goes with it. Yes. So I invented this song where they point to the big letter A and sing ah, little letter A and say ah, and then apple, it goes ah, ah, apple, book, book, ball, cat and dog, egg and fan, goat and and, and it goes all the way through from A to Z that way. And it just makes the job so easy. You sing that for two weeks, the job is done. It used to take at least, <laughs> least six weeks to, to go through the alphabet and teach them the, you know, teach them the yeah. letters and sounds. It's 
who was it that said, you know, a song will move the job along with a spoonful of sugar. That's Mary Poppins, that's right. I guess. That's right. That's and it's it. true. When my little granddaughter, who's now 13, first sang that song, you, we just all cried. It is so oh. lovely. I mean, even the tune is adorable. And their little sweet voice is singing it. And it's the keys to the kingdom that you're just giving them. Oh, oh you are so sweet to say that. It's lovely to hear. Yeah. I'm kind of out of the loop anymore for, yeah. for that. Uh, that is lovely. How nice. Yeah. Well, you, you've you changed children's lives. You truly have. Oh, I hope so. So yeah. thank you, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Amen. <laughs> so you created the songs. And then the next one is the soft vowel song, right? Short, short vowel song. Short vowel song, and then the Ferris wheel song. Yes, and the Ferris wheel song uses the information they learned with the first song, the A to Z phonics song, and the short vowel song, and they blend the consonant and the short vowel together to make beginnings of words. Ah. So, for example, letter B with the letter A that goes ah, and they go ba be. They're going up the the Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel with the right. vowels on them and down the other side. And they sing that so that it becomes more automatic instead of going at. They go bat. They get the first two letters together because they've been sliding it together in their in their song, the Ferris song. wheel song. So it just moves the job along. Music is powerful. We should be using it for everything. I couldn't agree more. Gets rid of the low group. There is no low group. They're all successful. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. If they're ready. And so yeah. that brings me to the next kit. So the first kit that I used and that our generation loves was, was just called the Raceway Kit. And you had, um, we use the first grade kit because we don't want kids learning to read too young in my methods and okay, in the methods. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I read first grade. I was a first grade teacher. That's where it's supposed to start. Then people started using it earlier. I was shocked at how well they did. Well, I suppose kids. you could <laughs> teach a robot to read with your method because it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> but then you have come up with plan B. So it's called winning reading right. boost and yes. it's kind of a hard name to um understand when diane first told me i'm like what is it called because that boost is a hard word to to hear yeah. but boost yeah. like i'm giving you a boost up to that's it windows. i'm gonna bump you up there and you're gonna that's be a right. success boost you up. Mm -hmm. that's right so tell me how this program came about and how it differs from sing spell read and write well both programs have 36 steps. I found 36 lessons that they needed to know to be an independent reader. And you can't escape it. It's, that's it. Those 36 steps are the, are the basis of reading. And so I, uh, I was asked to teach older kids all, always in my school system. The superintendent came to me and he said, let's move this to the rest of the school system, get it out of your room only. <laughs> and, and I want you to teach summer school this summer and pick 12 teachers and, and we'll invite everybody who scored below the national norm. So we had about 155 kids each summer for three or four summers there wow. where they came in and I had about 12 teachers that learned the program and worked with the kids each day. It was, it was the most fun I ever had. 
Oh. We got with Diane went with me. She was my assistant there, and <laughs> and we went to a carnival supply place down in New Jersey. There an hour down, and she and her two brothers were with me, and they were picking out the prizes that they get each step that they moved forward of the thirty six steps. They got a prize, and of course we played those bingo like games, and they oh, somebody I got a prize for that. So we got all of these seven cent prizes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and they and were because, little... in addition to the songs, I forgot to say, you use the two non-failure methods of teaching. You use music and games. Oh yeah. Oh, You're yeah. a genius. Oh yeah. really <laughs> no, I just to... knew the easy way. If it didn't fun, I don't want to do it. So <laughs> exactly. Because games, children don't even know they're learning. You have exactly hard games where they're playing. Explain all that. Explain totally, totally. Well, it's the practice that that is your practice is when you play the game. When we sing the song, we're getting the repetition and learning the sounds. But when we play soundo, and I say cover the letter that goes at as an apple, cover the letter that goes b as in ball, and they cover it. And then when they get a row, they yell soundo and get a prize out of the treasure chest. You know, you have them hooked. One more game. I almost won that time. <laughs> and so it, it, it was, a. I loved it. I loved, I had fun. I, teaching was my calling. I just knew that's what I wanted to do. Even when I was little, I played school all the time. I, the kids couldn't escape me <laughs> in the neighborhood. I'd gather them up. <laughs> you found and, your calling, didn't you, early? <laughs> Yeah. And we're all so glad you did. Oh, oh my thank you. You're amazing. Hi, I'm Carol's assistant, Rachel. On September 17th, Carol will be in Dallas, Texas, teaching her basic seminar, A Literature-Based Approach to Education. In this seminar, Carol will teach you everything you need to know to keep homeschooling simple. Recently, someone said, Carol's seminars have been a breath of fresh air. They are realistic for the 21st century mom to implement. I am no longer carrying a burden that is impossible to bear. I am focusing on where each of my children are at and creating a thriving family rhythm and culture. Join Carol in Dallas to learn how to simplify homeschooling, focus on what matters most, and give your children a world-class education. Participants receive 11 pages of book lists, access to a seminar-exclusive book sale, and an opportunity to submit questions for the panel discussion at the end of the day. You don't want to miss it. Don't forget, dads and teens come at no extra charge. Click the link in the show notes to learn more and register today. Now back to the show. So talk about winning reading boost. How is it designed? The same 365 lessons. 36 steps. 36 36 steps. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. 36 steps. And uh, they they move along quickly because each one is built upon the previous one. If you can do this one, I know you can do this one. And it just builds that way. And they learn so much more quickly. The songs are the power that puts it in your brain and sticks. So, and that's what we want. You know, you can sit there and go blah, 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 letters. C goes letter D goes D. But if you sing it, it's and it has rhythm and rhyme and right. and 
it's Velcro. orchestration and it's children Velcro singing and all. It's going to go in and, and stick. And so it just moves the job along. We can teach anybody to read with those 36 steps in two months. Right. That's too much. So with the winning reading boosts, Carol, it was designed to appeal to the older kids. So the sing the singers on those songs are done to songs that appeal to older kids. So the, the arrangements and the singers on the recordings are older. Perfect. And, and the stories have characters who are older characters doing the kinds of things that kids who are older enjoy doing. They look comic book style with illustrations with the characters who are older. They look and, like teenagers playing tennis and that sort of thing. It's all, yeah. oh, you'd yeah. never guess that it was for beginning, beginning. reading. And then, of course, <laughs> they infuse cursive writing with yeah. it in the winning reading booth to to give those older students that option as well. Yeah. And same 36 steps, but done with um, four consumable books in that one, as opposed to the separate storybook readers. There are four consumable books and the assessments are built in to those books. So they turn that page. That's all you have to do. You don't have to go get another book or a test or anything. It's right there. Right there. This. The word list. Then they read the stories in context. And we always tell them they can be successful with our stories because we never expect them to read a word or see a word that they haven't already been taught to decode. And that's the secret. That's yeah, it. to read, that's, write, that's and spell the, before they see it in the story. And that's where the success comes in. They don't have to guess. They don't have to look at the picture. They can decode each and every word. They've been taught it. So um, first three books are all the regularities, all the regular things mm -hmm. of the English. English language. And then the fourth and final book in the Winning Reading Boost program is all of the oddities. And in that book, we also infuse nonfiction. So they're reading about real people, real events, real places. And that really has sparked a lot of interest for these kids who then want to go to the library and explore yeah. and learn more about people and places. And they're making connections, highly motivated to, to get out there into the world of reading once they get to that book. You got, you know, I tell people you never will be asked to do something in sing, spell, read, and write that you don't, that you can't do. So that's you're right. building success experiences every day. Right. And that's the key, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It is. It yeah. truly differentiates us from, from anything else there on the market. And I, the fact that it's so simple to implement. It's very sequenced and simple. I so. know. I want to make you president. Mayor, I don't know what we're going to do with you guys, but I am so thrilled that you have kept this project going and actually created a whole new project because in a delayed academic approach, which is what many of my families use based on the research of Raymond Moore and Dorothy Moore, the parents of the homeschool movement, that he said, based on research, really children shouldn't be taught to read to at least seven and for many children, particularly little boys, nine is ideal. And so hmm. people are worried that there's something wrong with their child. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with, their, with your child. In the Scandinavian countries, which has the highest literacy rates in the yeah, world, they got, they're older. seven is the earliest they teach a child to mm -hmm. read. And in America, we're teaching our children to read in the playpen and our illiteracy <laughs> rates are skyrocketing. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not, we're just doing things that our yeah. children are not capable of doing and we're setting them up to fail. Yeah. 
And, yeah, so and the teach, teacher training is not including a lot of about phonics. They'll touch on it, but they're not really seeing the sequence. You do this, this. Building. I mean, it's like building a building. Building. That's right. Uh -huh. That's exactly right. Oh, my word. Have I told you, <laughs> ladies, that I love you? <laughs> oh, aren't you sweet? You're making my day. <laughs> oh, well, and in Things for Read and Write, which of course I'm most familiar with, when the children learn a concept, then they immediately read the book. So the Apple book comes from learning your alphabet and your first soft vowels, right? The short, so, uh, the short vowel A words, the first vowels. storybook. Uh, the, when we first printed it, I put a big apple on the front of it. Every word in that book was a word that had an A in it that meant A is an apple. Dad has a cat. Dad has Sam. Sam has a mat, you know, and it just, <laughs> they right. could sound, sound out any word that was had a short A in it. And the, right. the book was filled 64 pages. We wrote stories for that. That was, that was a challenge, you know, not use any other words. It's not that we were just using those words. We were not using any word that they hadn't already learned to sound out. That's it. Success, success, success. Uh -huh. yeah. And I've seen children take that book in the bathtub, sleep with it. <laughs> Get out of here. So they can read. They're not guessing. Right. They're not <laughs> making words up. They're not skipping words. Because oh, what a good you, story. <laughs> you've equipped them to be successful. And right. what we're, as John Saxon used to say, we're good at what we like and we like what we're good what at. What we're good at. Mm -hmm. And as you create success for these children, they want to do more. I'm good at this. I'm really smart. I'm, I'm on the ebook. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Mom, what do I do the next book? Well, let's well, learn the next. Exactly. There was a lot of excitement. Yeah, I kept on teaching. I didn't need to teach. I, my husband earned for the, you know, the money for the family. I just yeah. did it because I loved it. Oh, and um, we're so rich because you did that. Oh, well, it kept me right there with the kids as I was I designing things for them. Yes, yes. So I could exactly. try it out so, before it ever got published. Yeah. So Diane, let's give out some, it, we're going to put it in the show notes also, but so now all these people are driving off the road, looking for a pencil in their purse. <laughs> How do they get these materials from you? We have a website, songsthatteachus.com. Songsthatteachus.com. That's our website and they will find everything pictured on there, samples of the songs. And there's also a link there to connect, to contact us along with our toll-free phone numbers. So whatever way works best is, is the way that you can reach us. And I'm happy to talk with the people. Um, love to listen and learn how we can help families get their students reading. I'm so blessed. She does this. I hear her talking. <laughs> Here at this end of the line, when she's talking to these parents, they're so fortunate. As you said, they're very have, grateful to they have are. someone who knows what their child needs yeah, and knows what materials to get them to best meet their needs. So we like doing that. They call us back and report in and check in frequently or yeah. send pictures. We love yeah. to, to make those connections. So oh. um, was I ever blessed to get Diane? Because she loves teaching too. And to know every detail. She's taught this program for so long. Right. At my side when she was 12 years old, <laughs> she so really nice. knows how to teach reading with phonics. 
and wow. and knows these programs in and out. She's wonderful on the phone with everybody. So oh. I'm grateful that she's through with her public school career teaching yes. Yes. and has devoted herself to doing this. And I'm so old. That's the only thing I can do. It's amazing. <laughs> Still teach reading. <laughs> but yes, but you you were the spark in this and and she's the spark plug that's getting the motor <laughs> yeah, moving down right. the road. Right. You're yeah, a one right. two, you're a duet. And it's oh, yeah. beautiful. It yeah. really is. Yeah, and awesome. you know, this uh your program, as you know, is hard to find for a while. The company that used to distribute it kind of dropped the ball. And I had people like practically jumping off bridges. You know, <laughs> they were very upset and going on eBay and finding oh. people. Oh, I mean, it was it, it was crazy. It was crazy. Well, yes. Uh people call and tell me they they got the raceway book for this obscene amount of money. It's like, whoa, it was crazy outbidding each other. So we have them and we have them yeah, we're putting in stock and we're working with people to get the box back together. But if you have someone that needs to learn how to read right now, we can help. That's just so wonderful. I love you ladies. You are kindred spirits. And um, what you have done when you get to heaven and you walk by us, Sue's going to have this crown the size of a pizza box on her head. And we're going to say, who's that? And they're going to be, oh, that's the lady that taught 1 million children to read. I'm like, yes, that's my friend too. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so true. So Sue, would you mind praying for these families that are, you know, this is the biggest and most important thing other than leading a child to Christ is teaching them to read. And I say to people, this is not where we scrimp. You know, there are these programs, I won't name names, but believe me, they are a travesty and they're doing so much damage. And when people tell me what they're using, when I'm consulting with them, then I lay on the floor and groan because I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Put that in, you know, start your wood fire with that, do whatever you got to do, but I don't care what you have to do to get this program. You will thank me later and your children will thank me later. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wonderful testimony. Thank you. I mean Thank it. you. It's oh, I think we could get America literate. It'd take one year. That's exactly put, right. Put this program, it's the cheapest one out there. It's a it's <laughs> least amazing. expensive of anything out there. If you were just buying the paper, <laughs> just, just buying the paper, you'd pay that much for it. Yes. It's an amazing gift. And the games and the songs are nothing short of a miracle. Oh, I just love, I had fun doing it. I really did. If it isn't fun, I don't want to do it. So I figured that's the way it is for the teachers and the kids too. Um, And and you know, when when something is fun, it just makes it flow. You know, I say to families, you're going to think you've become the best teacher. Your children are now geniuses. And boy, that, you know, it's because when something is successful, you're building those success experiences. Your children love it. You love it. And they will never have a negative association with reading if they're raised using Singspo Read and Write or now your new program. So I'm thrilled to partner with you to get this word out. And hopefully, oh, we just hope everyone uses it. Everyone. Oh, you're just wonderful. Yeah, let's get America literate. We can do it one year. 
Amen. And Carol. <laughs> I'm so excited. So, Miss Sue, will you close us in prayer? I would love to. Thank Dear you. Lord, you are so good to us mm -hmm. to let us meet Carol and, and hear her wonderful stories of what you've done with our little Sing Spell Read and Write program. And we just thank you for all the mothers that are out there and the grandmothers and aunts and uncles that want their little kids to learn how to read quickly and easily and enjoyably. Yes. And we just thank you for every person that's touched by this message that they will go out and Lord, anoint us to get America literate. You know it's possible. I love you, Lord. Thank you for this connection and all these wonderful people in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sue and Diane. And thank you listeners for joining me this week on the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. I love to help families homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. When you help me get the word out about what I'm doing here, I appreciate it so much. Until next time, remember, Jesus' commandments are not burdensome. What he calls you to do, he will enable you to do. That's true. Blessings. <laughs>